Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Davey Hudson alongside former Titan Denard Walker, and we appreciate you all joining us here today as we get set to talk about the Titans options for the franchise tag. Before we get into that, we're going to kind of break down what is looking like from an NFL landscape because the salary cap is changing pretty dramatically this year. So we'll give you the scoop on all of that. But before we get started, I want to ask, do you believe? And Believe in Titans is presented by betonline.ag. Football might be over, but hey, the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. And the only place you should be betting on these sports is at betonline.ag. I'm not going to lie, man. I don't know if you're supposed to say it. I'm on a bit of a heater. Been getting some really fortunate bounces on some NBA games lately. We'll hope that that continues. But even if you're not wanting to bet on sports, BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. BetOnline has hundreds of props with real-time odds on almost anything you can imagine. And of course, the 24-hour online casino. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. As we get set to talk about the franchise tag and what it means for the Titans, I first wanted to say that the Titans, D, we had some news over the course of the last week. The Titans have waived wide receiver Adam Humphreys in a move that will save the team $4.47 million. Do you find that move surprising at all? No, absolutely not. I told you that about two weeks ago, as I alluded to. This is called the dreadful march, and this is something guys do not like, and some guys, they will love march because some of them will get paid, and unfortunately, some guys will get cut. So don't be surprised. March is what we call the Black March in the National Football League. So it's unfortunate, but that's a part of the business, D. Yeah, that move was one where, unfortunately for Adam, he was not able to really stay healthy after that vicious hit. I'm still mad about Denard. I want the record to show that I know. I I went an extra step. I was very, very critical of those officials for not throwing the flag, and uh, I believe they were reprimanded for that egregious performance they decided to call an officiating game. But man, that was, I don't know, that I don't even think my last sentence there just made sense, but that just brought back all the anger from that game against Cincinnati. The Titans didn't deserve to win, but they were still just, they, I digress. We're going to get back to it. So the NFL did state that they expect $180 million to be the floor for the salary cap this year. They're not expecting it to be much higher, but the, they don't expect it to go lower than $180 million. What's crazy, though, is last year, uh, for 2020, they announced that the salary cap was going to be at $198.2 million, which was an increase by, I believe, $10 million from 2019. Right. So the fact that we're looking at going down 
over $18 million is really going to impact how teams are going to set up for free agency this year. And we're already seeing the, the casualties from it. Another guy that Titans fans might want to have on their radar, Kyle Van Noy. At the time we're recording this, he has not been released by the Miami Dolphins, but they have said if they're not able to find a trade partner, he will be released after only one year in Miami. And from what I'm hearing from NFL insiders is that two likely destinations could be either the Tennessee Titans or the New England Patriots. Van Noy was at New England before he went to Miami. And of course, Brian Flores ended up getting the head coaching job in Miami from New England. So just that that kind of tree makes sense. Mike Vrabel also played in that same system. Van Noy, very versatile player. He is able to line up at the edge or they can put him at inside linebacker. Just a guy they can move all around. And as we know with the Titans situation at the edge rusher position last year, if they were to bring Van Noy over here, that is uh, where I would see him likely playing majority of his reps. But again, a lot to still be determined as we get into this. But the franchise tag period has started and it runs through March 9th. For those who aren't very familiar, I'm going to give a quick recap. So clubs have three different options when deciding to tag a player. They can use a non-exclusive franchise tag, an exclusive franchise tag, or a transition tag. So the non-exclusive franchise tag, which is what we're primarily going to be talking about today, it's the most commonly used tag, which is a one-year tender of the average of the top five salaries at the player's position over the last five years. So they basically, we'll say if we're talking quarterback, they take the quarterback salaries over the last five years, uh, the top five players at the quarterback position, they get the average, and what that average is is what that player will be paid for one year. And... So we're kind of looking right now uh, over the cap. They had the numbers together. We can kind of go in by, into it by position. But so the franchise tag for a quarterback this year would look to be around twenty four point one million dollars. Pretty, pretty pricey. But <laughs> um, I mean, again, quarterback most expensive position. If you don't have a quarterback, you're not going to have a good team. We have seen that time and time again. Did you know what the second most expensive? position is to franchise tag tackle actually defensive end oh dn and then there's tackle right actually wide receivers third now wide receiver what you looking that up on stats well yeah i mean i'm I'm looking again this is uh this is all projected but uh the the way they do it i I think for offensive linemen they just use offensive linemen across the board so the top Mm -hmm. five offensive linemen not necessarily like a tackle guard or center so center and guard could be bringing down the overall value of the tackle spot but for the Titans situation, we'll get into it here in a minute. But again, like that's that's just kind of how the franchise tag works. So that's something we could be seeing happening very soon for the Titans. So, but there's a lot there. And then the franchise or the transition tag. I know I'm throwing a lot out at y'all right now, but the transition mm-hmm. tag is a designation is a one year tender offer for the average of the top ten salaries at the position, as opposed to uh, top five for the franchise tag. So. And that will guarantee the original club the right of first refusal to match any offer if it's another team makes an offer on a player that like so if right. he has a player Miami offers that guy Tennessee would then have the right to match Miami's right. offer if not he can leave correct so again it just it, it kind of gets into a lot but I think for for the conversation today we're really on, only going to focus on the franchise tag uh, Woo, I was about yeah. to you you have my I know. head. 
I know, man. It's a lot. It is. And so it's it's just uh, they, they've kind of changed it up over the last couple of years. But hopefully that is uh, enough of the, the the meat and potatoes there. And we can actually get into some of the players. That you sure it's not calculus? I'm sure we won't have to worry about any calculus today, D. Okay. Uh, I could Now, when you mention players, I'll give you what we might be expected to pay them. But that is all based off of the over-the-cap numbers I was able to pull beforehand. Well, you got me sweating right now. I don't want to do that to you, D. Like, this is a test question. You know, if I was, you know, the way that I would put it and make, just make it easy. Just say the franchise tag is a one-year fully guaranteed contract. You're talking to me. You're talking about a guy that's been hit in the head. For, I went nine years, and then you remind me of my calculus teacher. Every time I see her. I get nervous and I get sweaty palms. And just by you mentioning all that, I'm right now, my heart rate is going up. I'm sorry, buddy. I, I know I dive too deep a lot of the times, but at least you're here to kind of pull me back up and get me get me above water. But D, I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to throw it to you, man. Like, what should the Titans do with their franchise tag this year? Well, let's see. Do you want to start off with all of the guys that they have unrestricted, restricted? Because I'm going to be like you. I'm going to go through and name every single guy. Or okay. I could just name – no, I'm not going to do that because I would be all <laughs> – It would take you a while. I, I do have a list of all the unrestricted free agents, though. I know. I'll be here for the, for the next two hours. And I don't know about you. I'm, I like to get my test over quickly. But let me just say this. Um so I just focused on a couple of guys, and and not just a couple of guys, but really great players. And the question that you have to ask yourself, if you're John Robinson and your offensive coordinator, Todd Downing, or you're the defensive coordinator, who I love, Shane Bowen, you have to ask yourself, what is it that we really need right now? Who do we pay? Who do we don't pay? Who do we allow to go ahead and walk and test free agency? And those are the three biggest questions that you have to ask yourself. So, for Denar Walker, I'm sitting back saying, and a guy that we both love, one player in particular is Jayon Brown. He's one of your favorites, and you brought his name up last week. You alluded to his play, his performance, and how productive he is on the field. Now, I'm not going to get into stats because I told you I'm not going to talk about stats. What I will go back and say, listen, you remember last week I said the way that you judge your draft picks is Judge him over time. Mm-hmm. And the way that you judge them, judge them is go back and see where they are or see see where they jump from year one to year four. So when you look at this 2017 draft, which is this affects a lot of those individuals in that draft, there's two guys in mind, Jayon and John New. So the question as an organization, you're saying, do I allow one to walk and pay the other or do I franchise one and pay the other and then work on a long term deal for one A or one B? And so this is what I'm going to say right now is I think the biggest talk in Nashville, at least from what I've been reading, is to franchise John New because he will be huge on the market. There's Carolina that's looking for a big time tight end. And if you. Look at it like this, okay? Who were the two teams that played in this past Super Bowl? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs, okay? When you look at the team that won this game, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you look at their defense. In particular, you look at their two studs, Devin White and Levante David. By the way, Levante David is a free agent, and he's 31 years old, so he could be possible coming to Nashville. Wouldn't that be a nice little fit? 
Levante David and Rashawn Evans. Talking about a vet and a young up-and-coming linebacker. Or you can do what Tampa did. Let's keep this defensive core together. Two guys that we we both like very much, Rashawn and Jayon. Do you keep Jayon? What do you do? Do you sign him to a long-term deal? What do you think? What what are you anticipating they would do? Because I'm thinking what they're going to do, from my perspective, is they're going to franchise Johnny. That's what I would do. I'm going to lock him up, and then I'm going to tell him and his agent what we're going to do. We're going to work on a long-term deal because you can you can franchise a guy and still work on a long-term contract. Unfortunately, players think that because you franchise them, they don't necessarily like it. I love it because if you look at Jayon, just look at it. Look, four years, $3.1 million he made over the last four years. Now, let's just go back in this year. In 2021, he can jump up to about $5 million. So he can get paid. So it's just about what the organization wants. And it's also about what a player feel like he needs. Yeah, financially, D, you mentioned Janu. And outside of a special teams player, next lowest that it would come whenever you're talking about a, a franchise tag, paying somebody is the tight end position. So yeah. you could get out for paying Janu around $10.1 million. Um, it'll be a little bit higher than that, but that's that's kind of what they're looking at for the tight end position if you were to franchise tag a tight end. And I look at, I know the Titans have been hurting at linebacker. Jayon, though, played mostly inside linebacker. That's not as big of an issue, in my opinion, as the edge rusher position for the Titans. But if, if you're looking at the Titans' tight end situation, which we know that this staff in the past has really relied heavily on their tight ends, we had four tight ends last year that we saw get a lot of play. You had Johnny Smith, Michael Pruitt, Anthony Furtzer, and Jeff Swain. Every single one of those is a free agent in some capacity. Johnny, Michael, and Swain are unrestricted, and Anthony Furtzer is a restricted free agent, which I believe they're going to match anyone who is wanting to sign him if he does get some offers. So if you're looking at losing all four of a tight end position, of which you used a lot in your game plan last year, I would expect them to try to get Janu back back in the fold. I I do like Jayon. I I think you could probably get him on a good deal long term. I know he's coming off of that elbow injury after last season that was brutal. It's always something to kind of keep an eye on on how a player bounces back after suffering that type of an injury. Are they able to get back to full speed? Are they the same player after having something like that happen? So that remains to be seen, but outside of Jayon at the linebacker position, your only other free agents are Will Compton, Nick DeZubnar, and Darren Bates. And DeZubnar and Bates were mostly special teams players, and Will Compton came in after you had some injuries kind of take over, and that's when you saw the bulk of him playing this past season. So just knowing that you're going to have Rashawn Evans and, and David Long at the inside linebacker position if Jayon doesn't come back, I feel a lot better. But for Denard, you mentioned both linebacker and tight end, I would not be surprised at all if both of those positions are addressed at some point during this year's draft. Well, you know what? That's why they have a draft every year to replace the guys that you will eventually lose at some point. It is inevitable in this business that there's a thing called change. And unfortunately, that's the way it works. I tell fans all the time and I tell our listeners, sometimes don't get used to certain players because they will break your heart because they will leave at some point. You know, hopefully you keep them a lot longer 
But the way that it works, and, and you know, listen, you got to think about this. Teddy Bruschi, who I love, he says, you know, what are you willing to sacrifice? When he was at New England, he gave up a lot of money because he wanted to win Super Bowls. And so what he did was he stayed in New England, knowing he could have went other places and got more, you know, got compensated. But what Teddy Bruschi did was there was a template at New England that a lot of people didn't know about. We would take less in order to gain more. That means we'll take less pay, but we'll gain more when we win Super Bowls because that's ultimately how you judge. Now, guys typically in this league, in this day and age, don't think like that because they know that it's a short window or a short period of opportunity that they have to get paid. What Deion Sanders said back in when Dallas was courting him, I like to use the word courting because that's exactly what they were doing when they went out. They couldn't get past San Francisco and they said, we got to go out and we got to get prom time. <laughs> and so Dion said, hey, you know, hey, baby, I'm right here, but you got to show me the money. You got you to give me some compensation. That's the way it works with prom. And so what Dion, if you look at what he was able to do over the course of three or four years, he was back between Dallas and San Francisco. The reason that he did that, because he knew his value and wherever Dion went, whether it was San Francisco where he won a Super Bowl. And he won a Super Bowl and, you know, when he was in Dallas. Guys, there's two ways to look at it. And I don't want to get off course. But if you're willing to take less to stay with an organization, does that happen in this day and age? Very rarely. You're not going to see that. That's seldom. We don't see that. And I just don't believe that in this case, Davey, I don't think that Jayon or John New is going to play for less dollars. I just don't see that happening. Well, I have a point that I want to jump on whenever we come right back, but I want to take a brief moment to talk about our newest sponsor, eBay. Whether rare, dead stock, or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity, and it also protects sellers with a verified return process. And for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 plus, making it free to sell or flip your collection. So go to ebay.com slash sneakers today, eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. D, before that you mentioned playing for less. That could happen, but that is a situation where the Titans were going to have to go after somebody who has been a veteran and has already received a big payday. They're not going to be able, at least in my opinion, and I'm pretty sure you're of the same mindset, where a guy is coming off of his rookie contract, such as, throw another name in there, Corey Davis, Johnny Smith, and Jayon Brown, all three of those guys coming off of their rookie deal. So this is their opportunity to go get paid. That's right. Now, that's going to put the team in a situation where I don't think they're going to be able to talk them into staying for less. Even if you are able to sell them on the, hey, we're a competitor right now, we have a chance, we have this window, as you mentioned, to go ahead and make that next jump. Tennessee does have a lot to, I believe, sell at this point. But again, for those guys in their current position, if I'm their agent, I'm I'm telling them, guys, go get your money. Yeah, go. And I mean, I would I would like to see the Titans be able to at least 
pay one of them. And if, if you can pay Corey or Jayon and you franchise tag Janu, uh, that, that would be good in my mind. I do think Janu kind of tailed off towards the end of last year. So I am interested to see if he's able to get back up to speed. Uh, we, we saw Corey had a career year. So that's another thing. And again, with Jayon, maybe you could sign him for less or his market might not be as high seeing as he had that, that elbow injury. That just remains to be seen. But I would, I'm the type of person that I just, I'm, I'm really just interested to see how John Robinson is going to put this team together. It's a lot of different components that they're having to weigh this year that they haven't in the past, how they're evaluating talent right now. Cause at the moment, they're not going to be able to go do all the free agent come in do a workout with this type situations that you've, you've seen in the past because, I mean, COVID's still a thing in a lot of these areas that are limiting the amount of people that you can have in a certain building. Like, there's just still all these requirements you'd have to go by, and the NFL is making sure to not do anything to jeopardize anyone. So it still remains to be seen how all of this is going to operate when teams are going to really start making sure that they've got their franchise tag applied. I mean, I know they got till the ninth, so there's a little bit of time there, but all this stuff is going to start falling within the next week. D, are there any other names that you're really kind of keeping an eye on outside of Jonu and Jayon that the Titans might go? What about Steven Goskowski? He's an unrestricted free hit. Sorry. I that's my favorite player. You know, that's my favorite player. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's why you got his, you was messing up his name because you shouldn't have said it in the first place because he don't like you and you don't like him. And I love Steven Goskowski, but I would say this, and let me just, and I don't want to ramble on, but a few years back, we had a great tight end by the name of Delaney Walker, okay, who was a Pro Bowl tight end. But in 2017, we drafted this young stud out of Florida International by the name of John New Smith. Every year, and Eric Davis used to say this all the time, who's a great analyst for the Carolina Panthers, and he used to play for the San Francisco 49ers, and he used to tell guys all the time that the reason that they have a draft every year is to find a replacement for you. So, and it's hard to really, you know, phantom, you know, what he was saying at the time. But then you realize, just like Delaney Walker, who was a Pro Bowl player, now you got a great player, John Smith. Okay, so in that draft somewhere in 2021, there could be another John Smith or someone even better. Okay, and... It's it's unfortunate, but that's the way this game works, Davey. It's it's about playing and putting yourself in a position to prosper. And not a lot of guys have that opportunity. Now, the way I see it, there's a lot of guys in free agency. We talk about Calvin Noy. We talk about Avery Williamson, Christian Kirksey, Levante David, who's one of my favorite players. We just he just capped his uh, career off at Tampa Bay. Uh, if he is, he's a free agent right now with the Super Bowl win. So he's going to be high on a lot of people's market because teams don't necessarily bring in guys. They want to bring in a winner. They want to bring in someone that has played in a big game that knows and when I'm in a big game, a Super Bowl. They look for that type of leadership. And especially when you have a young linebacker like Rashawn, you know, what a great addition to bring in a player with, you know, with the caliber. Uh, Levante David basically would bring to an organization, even though he's 31 years of age. So when you talk about a guy probably paying, you know, playing for less, then yeah, you might want to look at some of these free agents, unfortunately. D, you mentioned the the leader mentality. I know it's a little different, and I don't believe from anything I'm reading that it was a 
performance-based issue. It was just simply based off the cap size and how yeah. much he was taking up. But Kyle Van Noy, I mean, he was the he was a captain in Miami this past season. It, it doesn't one, matter. Baby. Yeah, no, I, I know, but I'm saying like if if you're looking for that leader, yeah, that that might be a guy. I mean, he was he was there one year and was a captain. So um, yeah. again, like I I like the David addition if you're able to do something like that. I think Jason Pierre Paul is also going to be another guy off that team that had a great run this yeah. past season. I mean, and he's a guy that's been in the league for a long time. But, yeah. I mean, if he's made his money throughout the year, so is he the guy that says, you know what, I'm not going to make as much, but I would rather just stay put in Tampa Bay and try to run it back. Well, the the way that most guys, the way that our perspective, when we get up in age, because when you look at, for instance, when you look at a lot of key free agent linebackers, you would notice that a lot of these players are up in age. And what I mean up in age is typically – Look at Avery Williams, who's 29 years old. Christian Kirks, he's 29 years old. Denzel Perryman for the Chargers is 29 years old. That's the magical number before we get 30, because in football terms, the way that it works is a lot of times organizations will look at guys as they age as they don't hold that much value. You know, it's like a car depreciating over time when you drive it off the lot. That's just the way sometimes general managers and organization look at athletes. It's unfortunate, but that's the way it is. But I will say this, you know, when guys have gotten paid, you know, a lot of guys, we talk about Cal Van Noy signing that huge contract just a year ago. Sometimes they're looking for more and they're looking to go to an organization where they can win and they will take less because you've already gotten your money. What you want is something that probably has eluded you for most of your career, and that is a chance to play for the most covenant thing that we can play for in this game, and that's a Super Bowl title. That's ultimately what it's about. So, yeah, you know, that's just the way it works. And if whatever the Titans decide to do, we don't know. Free agency, it's going to be a crazy year because, again, when we look at the salary cap, it's basically declined for the first time since 1994. So a lot of guys that are anticipating getting these Thirty, forty million dollars. That's not gonna happen. You gotta almost take what you can get this year. And so, yeah, you, it, it's gonna be crazy, D. It's gonna be indescribable because we don't even know what's gonna happen. I think clubs right now are basically scratching their heads because you know they they're tied. Their hands are tied behind their back in a, in a lot of ways because you know they just don't have the money this year. It's gonna be real tight. So you gotta take what you can get at least this year, and hopefully, you know things are turned back to some kind of normalcy in the next year or so. But yeah, this is the this is the mindset. This is the narrative of of how this game is going right now because of situations like COVID. Yeah, two points. Uh one, I mentioned that we we're primarily talk primarily talking about John New and that the tight end franchise tag was around ten point one million. Uh linebacker if we're talking Jay on would be fifteen point uh six five, so it's about five point five million more to franchise tag at linebacker than it is a tight end and wide receiver is right above the linebacker uh, position. Like let's say they were to franchise tag Corey, it would be around 16.4 million. And the way Corey kind of hit it off last year, that does kind of help take away from AJ as far as the coverages he is facing constantly. And if Corey can win those one-on-one battles, like we've seen him do this past season, I can just help this offense continue to thrive. So that is something that, is is definitely worth watching, worth following, and I mean, it it remains to be seen. But what the other point I wanted to make, D, was that 
with the cap situation being like it is, it's going to be interesting to see which general managers decide to get really creative and sign some guys to where they're going to get a lot of guaranteed money, but they structure the contract to where it's really backloaded to where in a couple of years uh, it would be a big cap pit, which at that point they release you. They release you, yeah. But are there some players and their agents that are like, all right, we'll do that, but you kind of have to throw us a bone in this situation. And so just these guys, you're really going to see who's a really good businessman and who's able to get these deals done. Because once these GMs start offering each each of these players and they're kind of battling over other teams, it's really anyone's game at this point. And I think you're going to see who's a good GM and who's not, especially with this unprecedented situation where, as you mentioned, it's been a long time since the cap has dropped or the salary cap has dropped. And this year it's dropped being expected to drop significantly compared to anything we've seen in a long, long time. All GMs, they that's nothing new. To be honest with you, <laughs> they've always done that. Well, they, well, they have, but the, the yeah. situation for how they're having to go against the cap this year compared to what they're they're used to. Yeah. It's adversity just, that they're not faced. Yeah, well, you know what? The way that the most most contracts are structured, you know, usually it's the quarterback usually who gets the gets all the money up front if they're productive is it's always backloaded at the end. That's why guys do not like to take the franchise tag. In particular, look at Dak. You know, he's trying to get a long-term deal because of what happened last year. You talk about Earl Thomas from Seattle. What do both of these guys got in common? Dak and Earl, they both got hurt and they were both looking for long-term deal. The, the only thing that a long-term deal, it locks you in is guaranteed money. And that's what most players are looking for, Davey. They're not looking for a one-year hit, you know, like a one-year a guy who makes a song and he blows up, but then you don't hear about him again, just like Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas has been productive over this league for a long time, but he's no longer employed by the National Football League. We saw what happened, that horrific uh, hit that he took where he broke his leg and that's uh, when he was with Seattle. Uh, yeah, he bounced back and uh, – you know, went over to Baltimore. It was very unproductive, you know, but again, it's, it's, don't look at the franchise tag as a bad thing. Just look at it like this. And I tell players all the time, the way the franchise tag is, is just basically you're going to get everything fully guaranteed. So if they're going to give you 10 million, 10 million is what you're going to get. And what you can do is, is take the franchise tag that one year, play your butt off. And then what you do is make sure that your agent, they're working on a long-term deal. The key for all players is to get a long-term deal. Unfortunately, you can get a long-term deal in the National Football League. David, that's probably two years, three years top, mm-hmm. even though they might say six. That's the way it works in this league. Yeah. Well, D, we're up against it for today's show. But by the time we meet again, we should know what has happened whenever it relates to the Titans and what they decided with their franchise tag option. Uh, if I had to... I guess, D, I'm, I think you kind of said it earlier in the show, but you're having to give that one name now. Who's it going to be? Go. John New. Easy. Yeah, same. New. I'm I'm right there with you. I don't I don't have any argument for you on that. That's That seems to be the consensus. So if it's not John New, I'm actually going to be surprised. But all of that will be determined here shortly. But stay tuned for more Believe in Titans as we will keep you posted. Before Denard Walker, I am Davey Hudson. You have been listening to Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network, and as always, tighten up. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. 
If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can follow along to keep up with all the latest Titans information on Twitter at BelieveTitans. That's B-L-E-A-V-T-I-T-A-N-S. And hey, if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.